This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Welcome back. We are back. Addie is kind of, kind of getting over being sick, but we are here as per the use. We've done it for one week, right? Since camp? I just mean me being sick. Oh, yeah. She used to never get sick, but now. She really gets me. She gets sick a lot. But to be fair, one of the two kids that she, well, in the family that she nannies for, one of the kids goes to daycare. Mm. He picks up everything and then shares it with his brother. And that's the one that she nannies. And then, yeah. Because I never get it from the first kid because he always gets better. And then the baby gets it. Because when I have them both, I'm like, you need to stay away from this baby because I don't want it. I don't, and I only see him for like an hour or two a day. So I'm like, if y'all can just stay separated, be great. I'm not going to get it. He's not going to get it. And then I guess, I guess we just don't have that same kind of consistency the whole day to keep them that separated. Yes. So they both end up with it. Yeah. So the end of last week, the baby was getting sick and I was like, here we go. Yep. Here we go. So I, I think I bought you some of your like smoothies Mm -hmm. to like try to help you build up your immunity but Um, it was too late his fever was so low that i thought like it wasn't that bad and like my immune system was enough that i could fight it off but yep she she got it but that's wrong just a fever fever was actually worse than both of their fevers so it was just a fever but you know she got to take a couple days off work they hang around 99.7 to 100 and i'm over here like 103 I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> she wanted to get a full, you know, couple yeah, days need, off work. I need the full experience. You're making up for all the times when you <laughs> haven't gotten sick when everyone else did. You're like, no, I'm good. And now you're like, oh, oh, this is what they were going through. You're just trying to be more empathetic and really understand where people are coming you know, from. It's just harder to avoid a baby than it is full grown people. Well, especially when the baby just sleeps on you when he's sick. It's so cute. So, it is cute. All right, but we are back to talk about one of the um, one another commands, and um, I almost said as we said, but we we had to start the podcast over. So um, we were only a minute in or so, but then you know we had an interruption, and um, then we couldn't figure out the audio. It looked like it wasn't picking up any of the sound. So yeah, and so we of, didn't know where we were at. So we just scratched it. Yeah. So you got a fresh start, but anyway. Um, the one another commands, we're getting close to the end of them. So, cause a lot of them do repeat and, um, in different verses. And so, um, see, we're getting close to the end, but today we're going to talk about admonishing one another. So we, we read last week, we read Romans 15 verses one through 12. And today we're going to pick up with verse 13, but just read verses 13 and 14. Which is like the least amount of context we've ever read. But we've already read the rest of it, so um, I'm just going to read it. Romans 15, 13, and 14. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may hope, that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye are also full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. All right. So I like these verses because it does, you know, follow what we talked about last week with receiving one another and just that idea of, you know, bringing each other into the fold, into the believers, um, 
and the company of, um, or the community, I guess I should say. Of, you know how I feel about it being yeah, a community. The community. Um, and, and there's good with that, and there's also the hard with that. And so, and that is part of the love one another idea that we have talked about since the beginning of these one another commands that we've been talking about. That when you love someone, it's not just a, and I've told my kids this forever and ever, it's not just a, as long as you're happy, then I'll be happy for you and everything's great, right? It's that always an idea of, I want you to be happy, but I want you to be happy while serving God. So if you're not serving God, if you're not obeying God, then there's going to be some warnings about that, some discussions that we're going to have, some admonishing that's going to go along with that. So it goes back to the idea of love one another, and it's just part of the love one another is to admonish. What? Oh, you looked at me and I was just waiting for you to jump in and say something. Oh, I just I realized what I wanted to say for my point. Oh, go for it. Oh, I just like how it, before it says being filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. I just think it's important to know that like you have to have the knowledge to be able to admonish someone. You have to be able to know when someone's not doing the right thing. That's a really good point. And the knowledge to know how you're supposed to go about correcting that. I think that we've probably all been on the other side of that where either you didn't know enough to realize that someone was kind of straying and so you've not warned them and tried to bring them back to the right. And we've also probably been on the um, side of things where someone has come to us but not with the knowledge that they needed to and has either done things poorly or um, incorrectly. And you just know, confusingly. Or just confusingly. You don't really know what's happening or what they're talking about. Yeah, and the idea that we, we do need to have grace for those situations, but we also need to be growing. And it's definitely a different kind of knowledge, but you also have to know the actual situation. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Not just that you heard that he said that she said that they said that, like, you know. The, okay. Do you know what's actually happening, or do you just think that you know what's happening? Because that's an important aspect that gets lost. <laughs> it is. And, and, I mean, the New Testament definitely prescribes how to deal with situations like that. In the, if you think someone has done something against you, go to them. Or if you think someone has something against you, that you have done something wrong to them, you also go to them and check it out. So always the first step is to go to that person and talk to that person. But, I mean, the admonishing can also be, like, that's one one part of admonishing. And another part can just be, I'm, you know, I see these actions that you're taking, and it looks like you are dangerously close to this, you know, and, and warning in that respect. And it's often not perceived well, but if it's done well, then hopefully the person will see your heart behind the matter and understand that you care for them. And you don't want them to go astray. So you're warning them for that. Were you going to say something else? Yeah, just, you know, just always also giving people the benefit of the doubt in those situations. We were talking about that in Bible class last week. How love, what was it? Love believes all things. You know, you just, you believe the best in that person. And that's going to help you approach the situation in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, you know, they probably didn't mean it like this. 
maybe they messed up. And if you go into it with that attitude of like, this person is just like, maybe you got misunderstanding, maybe they're misunderstanding, we can come to a conclusion, it's going to be great. That's going to ease the whole situation for you and then make the whole thing a lot easier. Absolutely. And I, I do think that that's so important. Of course, going back to 1 Corinthians um, 13. Mm-hmm. That's um, where we got it. I, yeah, I know. Um, I was just referencing it for, you know. That's so fair. You know, I'm, I'm like we said, getting over being sick. So that part went right over my head. But I knew what I was talking about. I did too. I did too. I just thought I would clarify that, yeah, in those verses, talking about love and how love is supposed to be, that's absolutely one of the traits of love is to, you know, not to jump to the worst case of someone but to you know just believe that they are trying or that they yeah. you know have good intentions but again but the warning needs to be there because because you don't i mean just because you believe the best in somebody doesn't mean like you know like if somebody's running towards a cliff you're not going to be like well i believe that they're going to stop and then you just watch them run off the cliff like you, you're still like hey maybe you should slow down you know like if you picture it as like a little kid you know, the and, little, little cat I watch, for example, he has this little cart that he pushes and he runs around with it. We always have to tell him that he can't run with it because every time he runs with it, he slips and falls and busts his lip open. It's happened like four or five times. Like this is a constant battle in the house. And um, so he starts to run with it and you're like, well, he knows better. I know that he knows not to run with it. So I'm just going to let it go. But then he's going to bust his lip. So we still tell him every single time, hey, don't run with that. I didn't run, you did run with it. It's okay though, just don't do it again. (laughs) I think that's the perfect analogy because so many times as Christians, like we have a temptation. Of course we go towards it because that's why it's temptation. It's tempting us. Right. And you know, and that's when brothers and sisters that see that happening need to go to them and be like, you don't want to do this. You know better than to do this. Don't run with the shop. Don't cart. run with the shop. You're going to bust your lip open. But that is love, is to go to that person and say, I can see this pitfall ahead, and I don't want you to get tripped up. So, like, turn. Don't do this. Or in this case, you're going to stop running with the shopping cart. And there's Whatever. Always, no, then there's always a way to do it. Because if you just yell that at him every single time, you're like, Renzo. Do not run with the shopping cart. He does not listen to that. He does not care. But if you stop him and you're like, hey, I know that it's so fun to run with that shopping cart, but every time you do that, you hurt yourself, right? And he's like, yeah. You're like, okay, so maybe we should try to not do that. He's a very logical kid. So unless you're spelling it all out for him, he does not care what you have to say. So if you spell it all out for him, he's like, okay, fine. And he doesn't run with it. For that day he will the next day you gotta remind him but it's it's okay and that brings us back to the idea of having knowledge right in order to admonish one another because nobody wants to listen to somebody who they think is stupid well and not just that like there was um i was listening to a different podcast how um, are you i was um it's been a month or so ago now but they were talking about the idea of um marriages and why so many marriages even in the church fall apart and they were talking about the um, sort of bad um, advice that people get from I think I've listened to this podcast as well from Christian like 
online help groups or whatever. It's like ladies groups or whatever. And so people will go on there and, you know, give the worst chat about, yeah, they chat about, you know, problems they're having and in all good intention, try to help one another. But so many times the advice they're giving is not from the Bible. It's not from scripture. They are giving advice from what they think or what they would do or, you know, some other life experience or whatever. But, and so it got me thinking about the idea of, like, advice and good counsel is um, talked about many, many times throughout um, Proverbs, like seeking wise counsel and listening to wisdom and wise counsel. And I was like, okay, so how do you determine what is wise counsel? Because so many times we're like, that's what I wanted to hear. That's wise counsel, but that's not what makes it wise. What makes it wise is, is it coming from God's word? And so that is the marker of when we are listening to, you know, good, wise advice. Um, is it coming from scripture? And so having the knowledge to be able to approach someone and say... And point to scripture. And yes. be like, okay, well, the Bible says this. Yes. And so many here, times, here, 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 yeah, here, here, so many here. times people come to you know, you with questions or concerns or whatever, and just always make sure that we are pointing them back to scripture with context, with context and understanding of what is being referred to. And that's how admonishing works. And I think, yeah, I think the last point we need to talk about with admonishing one another is the idea of receiving admonishment because when we admonish one another, that means sometimes we admonish and, and sometimes, sometimes we are admonished. We are admonished. And so it's going to go both ways. And so it can be so hard to hear what you might be doing wrong or headed in the wrong direction. And so just being, so how can we, you know, overcome that and make sure that we are going to be admonished well? There's something that always helps me. It's just remembering how hard it is for the person who's coming up to you, right? Like, this was hard for them, just probably just as hard, if not harder, for them than it was for you. They don't want to do it, you know? Like, that's not fun for anybody involved. Hear them out. Do your study on it. Do your part, you know? Because, I mean, they're, they're people and they can make mistakes and they can be wrong in coming to admonish you. Like we said earlier, they might not have all the facts right. Do your own study on it. You, ignore that. Um, <coughs> and then, I guess, at the end of it, come up with how you need to move forward. I think that's such a good point because people probably are not coming to you for fun because it's not fun it's never fun to go to someone with concerns and all of this so if they are coming to you it's probably taken them a lot and that probably means that they do you know actually truly yeah truly care about you and want what is best for you and so to listen to that with an open heart and open mind and then find what is true so go go through philippians 4 8 and you know discern like what is true and what is you know what are these things analyze it and figure it out again all based on scripture scripture so it's not really your opinion versus theirs it's okay what are the facts what does the bible have to say what do i do from here to be closer to god and then you move there move there 
Move from there. Move from there. That's the word I was missing. And I think, I mean, if you take an honest look at most of the New Testament, besides you've got the Gospels and you've got the Book of Acts, um, but then most of the rest of it has some admonishment for whoever is receiving those letters. I cannot imagine getting a letter from Paul. I'd be like, oh man, I don't need to read this. Um, Yeah, like even the book um, of Revelation, like um, from John, like if you think about the first couple of chapters, the seven churches, like there was a lot of commendation, but then a lot of admonishment in, in there as well. And so, and that, that just means that everyone, everyone needs correcting and admonishing. And so we are, we are not unique You're in not that. You're not above it. So put away the pride and look at things honestly and see where we stand. Go to James, right? And look in that perfect... Perfect um, law of liberty. Yeah. See where we need to make those corrections. Yeah. I mean, we can also be admonishing ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think this was a good one. I thought so too. Are we supposed to pat ourselves on the back in the podcast? No, we're not. You do it every time. It's so funny to me. I like I'll it. try to stop that. Is that an, an admonishment of no, the I way I'm doing this podcast? No, I like the way you do it. I think it's funny. I think that was good. I think I think we nailed it. It's like part of our catchphrase. Yeah, we need to change that to catchphrase. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start saying Oh, great. don't. Okay. I just want to, you know, like, that's my way of thinking, like, is there something Ooh. else... We need to. She, she totally just ran over my toe with oh, the chair. So it's fine. Because um, sometimes you step on people's toes. Sometimes you just roll right over them. Sorry, man. That's okay. All these ways of you know, admonishing. Um, do we say? <laughs> we do. Thank, Thank you. you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.